The views, opinions, and comments expressed by hosts, guests, and callers of this show are not necessarily those of this station, its parent company, TeleSouth Media, its staff, management, or advertisers. Content of this broadcast cannot be duplicated or used in any way without the express written consent of TeleSouth Media Incorporated. Now, join us for Advisors Roundtable with your hosts, Certified Financial Planners, Greg Cooley and Bubba Labus. It's professional advice for your life. Welcome to the Advisors Roundtable, Certified Financial Planners, Bubba Labus, and yours truly, Greg Cooley, with you. On this portion of the show, brought to you by Cooley and Labus Financial Advisors, where your personal financial plan is the key. Bubba, a couple of days ago, we had um, somebody in our office, and I particularly noticed during that time that uh, Dr. Obey, Dane Obey, who works with us, was in that meeting with us. And at the end of the meeting, he made sure that the, the clients, the prospective clients, the people meeting with all three of us, uh, walked away with one of our business cards. Mm-hmm. And I happened to glance down and, and thought about this. What, what are all those letters mean after our names you know he's got phd after his and i got a few letters after mine and you do yours is that just us trying to be cocky no no huh Uh, is that we're trying to rub it into people that didn't go to school as long as you did so there's uh there's somebody that i know a close family friend who was in the insurance business Mm. and this particular individual i think had more letters after his name than all of us combined (laughs) right uh liked studying liked uh continuing education liked learning more about his industry and that sort of thing so he had a lot of designations Mm -hmm. if you will right Mm -hmm. and uh you know i asked him about it one day and he said well you know you've got to do so many hours of ce or continuing education for for these certain things Mm -hmm. and i i just thought one day rather than doing ce for one designation I can look and find another designation where my study for that counts as CE towards this other designation. Okay. So it was kind of like a, you know, two birds with one, two stone, birds with one stone for him because he would go out and, and he would uh, take this class that would give him this designation, mm-hmm. but it would also count as his continued education for other, you know, yeah. other designations that he had. Yeah. Right? And you know, I, yeah. I, I found that's true. Yeah. Until the last few years, and mm-hmm. some of these designations and some of these companies figure that out. Right. Mm-hmm. And so now they're making you do continuing ed and pay for it. Right. For each one of them, mm-hmm. which gets under my skin. Yeah. And it makes you wonder which uh, which designations are actually a designation where you have to do a lot of work, uh-huh. or you go sit through an afternoon seminar, and then all of a sudden you're you put a a, such and such, such and such. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is really part of the question i have is why do all of it what do all of them mean and do all of them really mean anything that makes a difference in my life Mm -hmm. i mean if i'm a prospective person out there and think you know i really do want somebody to help me uh you know with my physical my body and, Mm -hmm. and keep me in shape but also you know keep me healthy so do i find the doctor that has the most letters after his or her name I mean, is, is that a good benchmark? 
or, or do you this, go find a personal trainer that that uh, specializes in nutrition? Yeah, I may just find one. Mm-hmm. So, what does that mean practically to the person on the street that you and I have all those letters after our name mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to the financial world? Um, is there anyone that? Here's another question: Is there any one of them that is more impressive, or more difficult? Um, or uh, more practical than the others? If, if you were young in this industry, is there just one you would concentrate on and say, you know, if you get that one, you're probably going to know enough about most things? Yeah, um, I, I would say so. And it, and it depends on which area of our industry, right, mm-hmm. that you focus on. So if you're going to focus on taxes. If you're going to focus on taxes, then you're probably going to be a CPA. Okay. Right, and that's substantial and mm-hmm. and well known, well recognized. Mm-hmm. You got to do a lot of work and study and degrees and mm-hmm. you know a certain amount amount of apprentice hours and all that kind of thing mm-hmm. to get your CPA designation mm-hmm. and continuing hours. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're going to be um, an investment manager, okay, right, where you're focusing solely on investments, right. Okay. How to do company research, how to do, uh, you know, stock selection, investment selection. Then, then there's probably one called a CFA that I would, I would think would probably be a little bit more. Is that the Chartered Financial Analyst? Chartered thing? Financial Analyst. All right. So, which is tough and rigorous and <laughs> takes several years to get. I mean, you're almost like a PhD in finance by the time you Correct. finish that. Or yep. maybe mm-hmm. equivalent to. Right. All right. And as you described it. Those people probably aren't in front of clients. Yeah, they're not client facing. In most instances, they're not client facing. So they're in the background. Mm -hmm. uh, As you've used this analogy before, Mm -hmm. that they're kind of like pharmacists compounding the drug. They're in the back, back there. How much of this Mm -hmm. to put in? How much of that to put in? Right. You know, Mm -hmm. do we really use ether in this mix or Mm -hmm. not? You know, all that kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the same thing is true with them and and portfolio Mm -hmm. selection, right? Right. Do we change? What's the sector Mm -hmm. selection? Uh, How do we really look under the hood of all Mm -hmm. these financials that come out and quarterlies and... and, Mm -hmm. uh, How's that uh, going to work for uh, you know somebody that's forty years old and has a certain risk tolerance? All right. that technical stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So that's one that you would shoot mm-hmm. for, kind of a benchmark, sure. A CFA if you're going to mm-hmm. do that. Uh, so I want to look under the hood today of some of that and talk about that and what all that really means. And does it mean a hill of beans to the average dude on the street? And will mm-hmm. it make any difference to him or her if they choose a financial advisor that has all those letters after sure. their name? And should they be looking mm-hmm. for a financial advisor with all those letters after their name? Here on the Advisors Roundtable on Super Talk 94.3.
are, Mr. Murphy. What do you have there? Metal detector. You mentioned you were going to comb through my auto policy to unearth some hidden savings, and I figured you could use this. I just meant I'd give you our discount double check. I'd dig through your policy and see if there are some discounts you could be taking advantage of. Well, there must be a lot of metal in your desk. It's a metal desk. Always looking for the discounts you deserve. That's State Farm's discount double check. Get to a better state. State Farm. Call State Farm agent Penn Majors in Corinth at 287-3911 today. This is John Oliver Windsor, a local attorney without billboards or an 800 number, and I want to help you with your legal needs. You have bills piling up and can't catch up? Have you been charged with a DUI or have one in your past and need it taken off your record? Have you lost a loved one and need help sorting through their estate? I have the expertise to help you handle issues life has thrown your way. Let a professional that knows what to do and how to do it handle the work for you. Give me a call, John Oliver Windsor, Attorney at Law and Corinth, 662-872-0121. Running out of storage space? Call Albright Storage at 808-STORE. That's 808-STOR for clean, safe, affordable, climate-controlled self-storage units with video surveillance for personal and business use. Albright Storage units are accessible 24-7 with multiple locations throughout Corinth. And now, thanks to our loyal customers, we have a new location at 327 Tate Street that offers RV and boat storage. Stop in today or visit us at albrightstorage.com. Don't let mistakes get in your way. Investing missteps can undermine your ability to save as much as you'll need for your retirement and other goals. Let us help you formulate an individual plan that will ensure you get to where you want financially. Call us for a financial consultation at Cooley & Labus Financial Advisors today at 662-287-1903 or visit our website at www.cooleylabus.com. As coronavirus cases continue to present throughout the nation and region, Magnolia Regional Health Center's priorities remain the same, to be here for you and work diligently to ensure that our patients, communities, visitors, and staff remain safe. To protect yourself from coronavirus, wash your hands often with soap and water, avoid touching your face, stay home as much as possible, and if you find yourself in a public situation, practice social distancing. We are in this together. Do your part and stay home. Call the pros at Bailey Williams Realty for all your area real estate needs. Specializing in residential sales, investment properties, commercial sales, and leasing. Our caring team is what makes Bailey Williams Realty the top real estate company in the Corinth Alcorn County area. We listen to your needs and then put ourselves in your shoes, treating you how we would want to be treated every step of the way. Call Bailey Williams Realty at 662-286-2255 or visit us at CorinthHomes.com. We want to make you feel at home. Welcome back to the Advisors Roundtable, Certified Financial Planners by Belabus, and yours truly, Greg Cooley, with you on this portion of the show, brought to you by Albright Storage Company, clean, safe, climate-controlled storage there to better serve you with seven locations in Corinth and Alcorn County. Thanks a lot to Trey and Martha and everybody associated with the Albright Storage Company, great sponsors of the Advisors Roundtable. We thank all of our sponsors here at the Advisors Roundtable because we couldn't do it without you, and it's great service to the community, we think. So, Bubba, we're uh, talking about all these letters after your name and and whether they really make a di difference and what they say. So after your name, uh, you got Andrew B. Labus, mm -hmm. and then you got CFP. I do. CWS. Right. AIF. AIF. Okay. All right. So let's take them one at a time. Break these down. Yeah. What is CFP? Let's let, let's uh, go in reverse. All right. Um, because. Um, I, it, it may be a little easier to do that. 
so we'll start with CWS, which stands for Certified Wealth Strategist. Ooh. Okay. And I got that from, Sounds impressive. Yeah. It, it does sound impressive. And, and I would say to a degree, the the curriculum was, was very um, thorough. Um, there was a capstone project. Uh, you know, I had to do this over a couple of weekends. I had a lot of study and, and that sort of thing to do during the intermediate terms okay. uh, that I did all this. Um, and how long ago did you get this designation? If I, I'm going to guess here, but I think it's been five years, six okay. years. All right. And uh, you already had a college degree and a number of right. years in the industry mm-hmm. and a CFP under right. your belt, mm-hmm. all that stuff. And we're going to get to that in a minute. Right. But you you felt like it was important to add another one mm-hmm. with some particular course of study sure. or, or specialty sure. or something. Right. So the, the certified wealth strategist, I, I think the, the biggest takeaway that I got from that is uh, uh, the ability and the knowledge related to uh, advanced wealth planning and wealth strategy techniques. So I, know. Does the word... I say that and that sounds, you know, kind of funny. Yeah. And does the word wealth uh, scare some people it does. off? You know, yeah. I'm not wealthy. Mm-hmm. You know, I've only got fifteen thousand right. dollars in my rollover, right. and I can only give you a thousand mm-hmm. a year. That ain't wealthy. Sure. So, so I I, I would uh, describe it in this way: uh, the certified wealth strategist uh, had some specialties and focuses on high net worth individuals. Okay. Um, you know, advanced estate planning techniques, mm. that sort of thing. So. Mm. Uh, when you, when you happen across a a client who may have a net worth of $2 million and above, Mm -hmm. um, you can talk to them in a very intelligent manner Mm -hmm. and be able to know about solutions, uh, that might be, um, appropriate for them. All right. Right. Yeah. And so this is how I explain it to some Mm -hmm. people. You know, you go to a doctor and let's just say you fell and scratched your knee. Mm -hmm. All right. You know, probably the nurse or nurse practitioner can look at it and say it needs to be cleaned up. Mm -hmm. It needs a little bit of ointment on it, maybe an antibiotic. And you need to put a Band-Aid on it and come back and see us in a couple weeks just to make sure it didn't get infected. Right. Right. Mm hmm. I didn't go to medical school at all, but I can probably tell you that. And you don't necessarily have to have a specialty to say that. Mm -hmm. Now, if it does get infected and we got some blood issues and, you know, a lot of other things that might need to be involved, we probably need a specialist. Or if you get a cut on your face and you don't want it to leave a scar. Yeah. Right. Then you go to a plastic surgeon. Or if you fall and it just just didn't scratch your Mm -hmm. skin, it broke a bone. Right. Then you're going to have to have an ortho and all that mm-hmm. other stuff. So some parts of healthcare are not as deep mm-hmm. and don't require as much. That's now right. that doesn't mean that the person with the scratched leg, in the from the point of view of God mm-hmm. and the wealth of their soul, is not as important as the person with a broken bone. Right. It's just a different level of physical need. Mm-hmm. Same thing's true in finance? Absolutely. Absolutely it's true. 
So there's some people who come in. And You've got they, some people that have more needs and some people that have less needs. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the people that have more needs uh, have more money and are wealthier. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the people that have way more needs are less wealthy or don't have uh, really mm-hmm. any wealth, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It, it just depends on the, the circumstances and the situation. Right, right. And so you felt like in order to be able to be a little more specialized, mm-hmm. a little more knowledgeable, and to know about the deeper issues, right. you needed to do this CWS. That's right. So let, let's review again. It, it took uh, a few seminars and a few weekends mm-hmm. and a few hours. How many hours total? Like drive time, get to the seminar, come drive time, come home, do some studying, do a capstone project. Uh, did you have 20 uh, hours into this? 25 50 hours? What'd you have in it? I'd, I'd say probably drive time, travel time, you know, the seminars included, um, all set study time, probably a total of two weeks. All right. So you're talking yeah. 15, 20, uh, no, you're talking about, uh, probably about 80 hours, about 80 had, hours yeah. of your time with, with home study and everything else that I did about 80 hours. So you feel like that you felt like at that time it was worth you putting 60, 80 hours of your time into yeah. this. Yeah, I did five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. So after five or six years was, could you say that that 60, 80 hours was uh, well spent? that you learned enough to help your clients, that your clients have been better served, that, you know, was it worth it? I think clients have been better served. Um, I don't, um, I don't want to put as much emphasis on the CWS and that's why I started with that one first. Okay. Um, because there are other designations that I have that I think are a little bit more important. No. All right. But you're not discounting. I'm not discounting it at all. And if you Um, had it to go over again, would you do it? If I had it to go over again, I would do it. Okay. Uh, there were were some things that, that I learned, and I, I thought that they were valuable and still think they're valuable. Mm-hmm. All right. You ever had a client come in and go, I'm not going to work with anybody that doesn't have a CWS? I've never had that happen. <laughs> and, and really, uh, I think only one or two clients, prospective clients, have come in and said, what is that? Okay. Um, so, you know. Yeah, you know, a lot of people come in and see that you've got alphabet soup and just automatically assume that you know what you're doing, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, and so I'll leave CWS after this. Do you have to do continuing ed for that one? I do. All right, um, and does that cost money? Uh, the the continuing ed costs money, and the the recertification uh, costs money. All right, so. On a regular basis, I have to pay money to this Canon Institute and CWS mm-hmm. uh, in order to maintain that designation. All right. And supposedly they got people out there watching the web and mm-hmm. you know, will send you a nasty email if they find out that you haven't kept up the CEs. Right. And mm-hmm. you continue to keep that out there on your website or your business sure. card. or what, cause, mm-hmm. So it's going to be regulated a little. That's right. Okay. All right. So the next one. AIF? AIF, Accredited Investment Fiduciary. Okay. Uh, now, I, I found this class to be uh, really, really helpful and really beneficial mm-hmm. um, in a number of different areas. Um, when it comes to judging um, investments, right, mm-hmm. on a fiduciary basis, right? All right, stop. Okay. Fiduciary. Mm-hmm. 
What is that basically saying to John Q. Public? John Q. Public should should think of a fiduciary as somebody who is looking out for the best interest of them and not me, right? right. I'm I'm looking out for the client's interest and not what's in my interest, meaning that I'm not looking for the the, the thing that's going to pay me the most money or the be be the most beneficial to my pocketbook. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for what's going to be most beneficial to the client or the end user. All right. So basically, you're saying if 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 you use me, if I'm mm-hmm. your financial advisor, um, this designation says, and my mm-hmm. ability to hold it, and um, you know my background and all that stuff says to you that you have hired an advocate. You hired somebody that's here for you Mm -hmm. here, ready to fight for you here, ready to research Mm -hmm. for you here, ready to give you advice. That's for you. Right. Not some cookie cutter thing that some boss somewhere off in New York tells Mm -hmm. this guy that he needs to sell to you. Sure. Okay. So accredited investment fiduciary. Mm -hmm. And it's helped you? Um, again, it, I, I think that's a little bit subjective. Mm-hmm. Um, I gained a lot of knowledge um, during mm-hmm. that process to get that designation mm-hmm. and, uh, and feel like um, when, when making investment recommendations and investment selections on behalf of clients mm-hmm. that it, um, I don't want to say it gives me an edge from, uh, from a performance standpoint because that's not what the fiduciary standpoint is, is all about. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really more about making sure that certain processes and procedures are in place uh, to make sure that these investments are appropriately uh, administered, appropriately uh, billed, charged, you know, everything that goes with an investment um, to make sure that um, they would be appropriate for a client, not necessarily that they're good investments, right? Mm-hmm. I, I can't say that I'm an AIF, I'm accredited investment fiduciary, and say that you know I'm going to pick this investment; it's going to be perfect for you, and you're going to make a lot of money with it. Okay, that's not what it's about. It's about making sure that um, these investment firms or investment houses have the appropriate procedures in place to make sure that mm-hmm. they're not doing anything that's that's hokey or weird or or you know, yeah. And quite actually, I think a lot of times when people um, get into the investment mm-hmm. world and they want to hire an investment or financial advisor, mm-hmm. that a lot of times they have this idea that as soon as I hire you, you're going to make me a whole lot more money than anybody else would. Right. Quite actually, sometimes doing the appropriate thing may be the opposite. Right. That is the appropriate thing for you might be that this year we start getting a little more conservative because mm-hmm. the market is so hot. Right. And we back off a little bit. Mm-hmm. So your brother-in-law at Christmas dinner is going to brag he made 20% mm-hmm. and you only made 16 Right. That's because somebody made some appropriate decisions mm-hmm. anticipating that next year when your brother-in-law's account has lost its steam Mm -hmm. that you have some cash or better positions that you don't lose as much or you're in a a nimble position that you can take advantage of lower prices so you think a lot of times people just look at the short term and they think if if bubba has such and such designation Mm -hmm. he's gonna make me more money this year right or next year right but really you're looking 
at a different perspective, aren't yeah. you? Just because I've got a lot of designations doesn't mean that I'm, I'm the, you know, the Warren Buffett of investing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's a very uh, important differentiation to make. It is. Um, it is. While, while I have these designations and I can do the analysis mm-hmm. to make sure that they're what, in my opinion, would be sound investment choices, mm-hmm. you've got no guarantee that those things are going to work out. No. Or no guarantee that you're not going to beat your brother-in-law this year right. because Bubba's got something mm-hmm. three years down the road mm-hmm. kind of in mind. Right. Um, and that's really what you're hiring is yeah. somebody to help you with your perspective mm-hmm. and your positioning. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. As opposed to performance. Sure. Do you see all those P's? Perspective, positioning, mm-hmm. performance. My daddy would be so right. proud of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we got to take another break here at the Advisors Roundtable and come back and continue to talk about all these certifications in this alphabet soup of the investment and financial world on the Advisors Roundtable. Mr. Murphy, what do you have there? Metal detector. You mentioned you were going to comb through my auto policy to unearth some hidden savings, and I figured you could use this. I just meant I'd give you our discount double check. I'd dig through your policy and see if there are some discounts you could be taking advantage of. There must be a lot of metal in your desk. It's a metal desk. Always looking for the discounts you deserve. That's State Farm's discount double check. Get to a better state. State Farm. Call State Farm agent Penn Majors in Corinth at 287-3911 today. Call the pros at Bailey Williams Realty for all your area real estate needs. Specializing in residential sales, investment properties, commercial sales, and leasing. Our caring team is what makes Bailey Williams Realty the top real estate company in the Corinth Alcorn County area. We listen to your needs and then put ourselves in your shoes, treating you how we would want to be treated every step of the way. Call Bailey Williams Realty at 662-286-2255 or visit us at CorinthHomes.com. We want to make you feel at home. Magnolia Regional Health Center's top priority in the coronavirus pandemic is to be here for you and work diligently to ensure that our communities, patients, visitors, and staff are safe. MRHC has resources available to educate the community during this time. For timely information about coronavirus, please visit mrhc.org COVID-19 or call our COVID-19 hotline at 662-293-1144. We are in this together. Running out of storage space? Call Albright Storage at 808-STORE. That's 808-STOR for clean, safe, affordable, climate-controlled self-storage units with video surveillance for personal and business use. Albright Storage units are accessible 24-7 with multiple locations throughout Corinth. And now, thanks to our loyal customers, we have a new location at 327 Tate Street that offers RV and boat storage. Stop in today or visit us at albrightstorage.com. Don't let mistakes get in your way. Investing missteps can undermine your ability to save as much as you'll need for your retirement and other goals. Let us help you formulate an individual plan that will ensure you get to where you want financially. Call us for a financial consultation at Cooley and Labus Financial Advisors today at 662-287-1903 or visit our website at www.cooleylabus.com. 
It's something no one wants to think about, but sooner or later, we will all have to face it. And when it happens, your loved ones are going to face a lot of decisions regarding your funeral. Let the staff of Memorial Funeral Home help your families during this difficult time. They treat everyone who comes through the doors with dignity, respect, and compassion. Their facilities offers a setting to bring your family together, to share a meaningful service, and to celebrate the life of your loved one. Memorial Funeral Home, where friends and family make the difference. Welcome back to the Advisors Roundtable. Certified financial planners, Bubba Labus, and yours truly, Greg Cooley, with you on this portion of the show, brought to you by your local State Farm agent, Penn Majors, because life happens, Penn Majors and State Farm. Thanks to Penn for being such a fine sponsor of the Advisors Roundtable and from time to time a guest here with Bubba and myself. So, Bubba, we're talking about this alphabet alphabet soup mm-hmm. behind uh, some financial advisors' names. Now, I mean, you get CHFC. There are a bunch of them out there, right? Right. right. And we've already gone on CW or gone over CWS and AIF that are on right. your card. That's right. All right. So now we're up to CFP. Right. All right. Tell me about so uh, about that. CFP. I think was probably the most valuable. Uh, designation that I got it it's it's highly recognized I think the the CFP board does a really good job of um, of promoting itself mm-hmm. and and it I would say it's a very rigorous course of study I'd agree extremely rigorous yeah. uh, so I did um, uh, I did that while I was still in Atlanta uh, the course of study was a, a matter of um, I think about eight months in total. Mm-hmm. So, and I would do, in essence, uh, one long weekend a month where I would have an intensive review on a certain subject area. Mm-hmm. Um, and that subject area, I, I think we would go in um, Wednesday or Wednesday afternoon, all day Thursday, all day Friday, all day Saturday. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, and this and this particular week would be only on taxes. That's right. And next week or next year or would, month would be, it would be investments. And the, the the next month would be planning estate or, planning. The, yeah, you know yeah. the the next month would be retirement. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, very intensive mm-hmm. and a lot of study in between. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the test itself was pretty rigorous. Mm-hmm. Uh, when hurt. I recall, not it I, hurt. Yeah, it hurt. Yeah, <laughs> I've never run a marathon, but I felt like I'd run about four I have, after and that. I will equate yeah. the two. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I, I would say that the CFP Certified Financial Planner designation is is probably the most robust, mm-hmm. uh, the most well known, mm-hmm. um, and and one of the most rigorous tests that that I've had to take. Mm-hmm. You know, I've not taken the CFA mm-hmm. uh, test or anything like that, but I would probably equate it to that just because because it's in a different area. It's more client-facing, okay. more, more practical on the financial planning side whether, uh, rather than uh, focused solely and specifically on the investment side. One of the things I found most valuable about the CFP mm-hmm. uh, uh, study and exam and even mm-hmm. the continuing uh, ongoing uh, CEs continuing mm-hmm. it that we have to do for that one, uh, because both of us have that, um, is that there were so many case studies, right? Mm-hmm. Real life case studies, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Bob and Ann, this is going on in their life. They have this, 
they're wanting to do this. This is a goal. Mm-hmm. What are their options? And there may be a minor detail in oh, that case Lord. study. Yeah. And they'll, you know, it, it could be something as, as far as, um, of, you know, stating what their income would be. Mm-hmm. And you've got to extrapolate that income and say, well, their combined income is X, so they can't do a Roth IRA, right? right? right. Or, um, you know, many, many examples mm-hmm. like that. But you'd have this long, you know, mm-hmm. a couple of pages that you would read about this mm-hmm. uh, prospective couple or prospective individual, right? right? And there may be one sentence. And there may be one sentence in there, and you've got to, you know, you can go back and look at that oh, yeah, yeah, while yeah. you're doing it, but you've got to read it all first, mm-hmm. probably read it again to make sure that you picked up everything, mm-hmm. then go look at the questions that they're going to ask you about that. Some mm-hmm. of those are going to be calculation-type questions. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. based on a certain rate of of uh, mm-hmm. of inflation and savings rate, et cetera, et cetera. How much do you anticipate that they would have if they had an expected rate of return of this? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. you've also got to know the tax, the retirement uh, retirement plans, because mm-hmm. that you know they may throw in there that so and so in this case study was a business owner, right? right? There you go. You know, and they might they might ask you a question. Well, in this scenario, would a, a SEP IRA or a simple IRA or a four hundred one k be more appropriate? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I would say that the CFP is is more encompassing and more collective when it comes to um, the delivery of financial advice uh, that that we can give to clients. So you said that the CWS took about sixty or eighty hours of mm-hmm. your time. Yep. The AIF took... AIF might have been about 30 hours. Okay. And the CFP, how many hours of your life do you think over, you know, eight or 10 uh, months, and then you had the weekend of the test, how how many hours you got into that? Uh, I mean, it was all said and done, probably a 10 to 12 month long process mm-hmm. from saying, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to study for this test and I'm going to do all the classes and, mm-hmm. and, and everything else. And then I'm going to go sit for the test, you know, mm-hmm. start to finish. It was at least 10 months. All right. And when you took it, mm-hmm. when you took that final exam for the CFP designation, a marathon of a test, it was, and it did, was it a two day thing? Or it was, a- it was two days. So the first day, you had um, uh, a section that was four hours long, mm-hmm. and then and and you did that in the afternoon, and then you go back the next day, mm-hmm. and you take uh, two three sec uh, three hour sections. Mm-hmm. So a total exam time of ten hours that you had allotted over two over two days. Right. Yeah. Over two days, yeah. and you know uh, the, the the interesting thing about that test is. You know, you could go through and and uh, and and answer questions on on the test, right? You had however many questions were on it. I, mm-hmm. I don't remember now, mm-hmm. uh, but you'd have the first question might be a tax question. Mm-hmm. The next question might be an investment question. Mm-hmm. The next question might be uh, a retirement question. Mm-hmm. The next question might be uh, you know some other financial planning aspect, mm-hmm. uh, college education planning or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it jumped around all over the place. Yeah. So, I mean, you can imagine yeah. doing this. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, yeah. you answer all those questions, you do everything. And then you've got a case study on top of that that you've got to read through and answer questions on. Right. It, 
it helps solidify and put all the, the different pieces together, mm-hmm. uh, in my opinion. Yeah. And it, and it helps you, um, I think it helps financial advisors who, who have passed that see the big picture, mm-hmm. um, which I think that's probably the most valuable aspect of that designation is, uh, is being able to look at it from uh, a holistic standpoint or an all-encompassing standpoint. Right. Um, to, to take a look at, at Phil over here and, mm-hmm. and, you know, pick apart his entire financial life right. and everything that might dovetail into that and how that might affect things going forward. Right. So sometimes when yep. clients come and meet with mm-hmm. us and they sit down and we do it f- from a team approach. Yeah. So they sit down and they got two or three or four of us mm-hmm. in the room at the same time. And, you know, it, maybe it's a single guy or later, or maybe it's a husband and wife. Mm-hmm. They're sitting there and we spend an hour with them. Right. With with us peppering them with all kinds of questions mm-hmm. and trying to dovetail every part of their mm-hmm. life into the other parts of their life and getting a true financial picture so that we can give them a good financial plan. You ever get them at the end of an hour go, whew, I didn't know it was going to be like this. Right. Yeah. Huh? Be, and one of the reasons is in order to do it right. In order to do it right, you need to be thorough. Yeah. And you got to ask all these questions, mm. get all this information, and have all. It's it's not like they can walk in and you just write one prescription, mm. and hand it to them, and say go do that. Right. Because you go, you do that for Phil because mm-hmm. he has a certain background and a certain mm-hmm. amount of net worth and a certain age and a certain risk tolerance and all mm-hmm. that part of his life. And the next client you see is a thirty-two year old single mom. Right. Mm-hmm. They're not the same. Hmm. Hmm. Correct. And so their financial plan probably shouldn't mm-hmm. be the same. And you probably need a little background to teach you how to do that. That's right. And so I really do think that it's important you got a little bit of alphabet soup after your name. Mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily trying to tell you that if one guy's got six letters after his mm-hmm. name, that he's less capable mm-hmm. than a guy who's got 20 letters after his name. But on the other hand, I think I think we've discussed this on the show before, and and I'm going to put it this way, and, and I'm not disparaging anybody here. Sure, I think that it needs to be very careful the way the word and term financial advisor is used. I agree, and the reason I say that is because uh, with with another license that I have, I've got an insurance license, mm-hmm. right, and that mm-hmm. allows me to sell. Uh, life insurance, long-term care insurance, uh, disability insurance, certain annuities, certain annuities, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, with that license, I could potentially call myself a financial advisor. Mm-hmm. But do I actually, you know, if I only have that license, do mm-hmm. I know how to do all this other stuff, you know, with estate and mm-hmm. tax mm-hmm. and investment and retirement plans mm-hmm. and et cetera, et cetera? Mm-hmm. I, I very well may know all that stuff. Yeah. But just to be able to t- throw the term financial advisor around loosely, I, I think, mm-hmm. or, you know, financial consultant or however you want to mm-hmm. term it or phrase it, mm-hmm. um, you know, in, in the securities world, if I've got a, a certain series license, mm-hmm. so I, I talked about the insurance licenses, a couple mm-hmm. other licenses that I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is a series seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, best way to describe that would be to, to say that I would be able to sell stocks and bonds and mutual funds and, uh, and options contracts and that sort of thing. It's a pretty intensive kind of the old stock brokers right. kind of thing, right? It's right. a, 
pretty intensive test. You've got to know a lot about a mm-hmm. lot of different things in mm-hmm. order to do that. And, and, mm-hmm. and if you have that, you're, in my opinion, probably more qualified than somebody else who doesn't have that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why they do the licensing. Sure. But well, there there's another um, exam that you can take, and, and there are variations of it. Uh, I, I got the Series 66. Mm-hmm which combines state laws mm-hmm. uh, as well as uh, some of the financial advisory rules and regulations. Mm-hmm. And that actually allows you to call yourself a financial advisor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, now, again, you can take that test and and do it and call yourself a financial advisor, but are you really? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think one of the points we also have to make is with most of these designations, mm-hmm. not only passing the test is required, but you're also required to have a certain number of hours in the business that mm-hmm. some mentor has to sign off on. Correct. Just to make sure that you're not just mm-hmm. your head's not just full of a bunch of information, right. but you also have practically done it in the face mm-hmm. of the pressure of yeah. dealing with clients and the possibility of different mm-hmm. outcomes. Like the CFP, for instance, you've got to have a three-year uh, time horizon or, or time yeah. in the business. Because I remember you yeah. took most of those exams mm-hmm. while you were in Atlanta, right? and you passed the test, mm-hmm. but to be able to stick CFP after your name, mm-hmm. you moved here, and a couple times I had to sign off that, yeah, he's coming to work, and yeah, he's seeing clients, right. and yeah, mm-hmm. he's actually doing it, right? because I already had a CFP, mm-hmm. and we kind of did that mentor protege thing just for that period of time to be able to, and I think it's a good thing for the public to know. I think it's a really good thing. Um, that, you know, you, you, you don't just have practical knowledge. You got practical application and, and, and variations of experiences Mm -hmm. and the delivery of financial advice, I think is important too. It really, you know, I started off at a, at a big firm, Mm -hmm. uh, in Atlanta, uh, got an incredible education there. Mm-hmm. You know, learned mm-hmm. a lot. Learned about investments, the markets, mm-hmm. how things work, mm-hmm. but didn't know everything. Oh, right? no, 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 no. And and then you know, I, I, I changed and, and moved to the independent channel, mm-hmm. and my eyes were just you know, I think for the first year or so, pro- probably even still yeah. a little bit today. Sometimes I, I'm like, wow, yeah. I, I didn't know we could do it that way because. I worked for a big firm at the time and, and that only had their way of doing it. That only things. had their way of doing it. Mm-hmm. And then you go to the independent channel and you're, and you're opened up to uh, many other different ways and different different solutions to, to apply towards clients. Absolutely. And all of them still regulated, right? right? Mm-hmm. We're going to take a break here at the Advisors Roundtable. This portion of the show was brought to you by Penn Majors, your local uh, state pharma agent. See you on the other side of the break on Super Talk 94.3. at Bailey Williams Realty for all your area real estate needs. Specializing in residential sales, investment properties, commercial sales, and leasing. Our caring team is what makes Bailey Williams Realty the top real estate company in the Corinth Alcorn County area. We listen to your needs and then put ourselves in your shoes, treating you how we would want to be treated every step of the way. Call Bailey Williams Realty at 662-286-2255 or visit us at CorinthHomes.com. 
we want to make you feel at home. Running out of storage space? Call Albright Storage at 808-STORE. That's 808-STOR for clean, safe, affordable, climate-controlled self-storage units with video surveillance for personal and business use. Albright Storage units are accessible 24-7 with multiple locations throughout Corinth. And now, thanks to our loyal customers, we have a new location at 327 Tate Street that offers RV and boat storage. Stop in today or visit us at albrightstorage.com. This is certified financial planner Bubba Labus. Are you dreaming of a bright future? At Cooley and Labus Financial Advisors, we will help you formulate a solid financial plan to make your dreams a reality. We are certified financial planners that will meet with you to develop a step-by-step, individualized strategy for your finances. Call us today for a financial consultation at Cooley and Labus Financial Advisors, 662-287-1903, or visit us at our website at www.cooleylabus.com. As coronavirus cases continue to present throughout the nation and region, Magnolia Regional Health Center's priorities remain the same, to be here for you and work diligently to ensure that our patients, communities, visitors, and staff remain safe. To protect yourself from coronavirus, wash your hands often with soap and water, avoid touching your face, stay home as much as possible, and if you find yourself in a public situation, practice social distancing. We are in this together. Do your part and stay home. This is John Oliver Windsor, a local attorney without billboards or an 800 number, and I want to help you with your legal needs. You have bills piling up and can't catch up? Have you been charged with a DUI or have one in your past and need it taken off your record? Have you lost a loved one and need help sorting through their estate? I have the expertise to help you handle issues life has thrown your way. Let a professional that knows what to do and how to do it handle the work for you. Give me a call, John Oliver Windsor, attorney at Law and Corinth, 662-872-0121. Welcome to State Farm, Mr. Murphy. What do you have there? Metal detector. You mentioned you were going to comb through my auto policy to unearth some hidden savings, and I figured you could use this. I just meant I'd give you our discount double check. I'd dig through your policy and see if there are some discounts you could be taking advantage of. There must be a lot of metal in your desk. It's a metal desk. Always looking for the discounts you deserve. That's State Farm's discount double check. Get to a better state. State Farm. Call State Farm agent Penn Majors in Corinth at 287-3911 today. Welcome back to the Advisors Roundtable. Greg Cooley and Bubba Labus, two certified financial planners with you on this portion of the show, brought to you by Magnolia Regional Health Center, all superiors and clinics of Magnolia Regional Health Center, taking care of us one patient at a time because Magnolia matters. Thanks a lot to all of the physicians, administrators, nurses, and support staff at the Magnolia Regional Health Center for taking care of us at all times, but specifically for taking care of us during this particular time in history. So, Bubba, we're uh, talking about all this alphabet suit after your name. We've gone through a number of them, you know, the CWS, Certified Wealth Strategist, Accredited Investment Fiduciary, AIF, CFP, talked about some of these other licenses that I have, the Mm -hmm. Series 7, Series 24, Series 66, Mm -hmm. that sort of thing. Uh, We talked about uh, the CPA. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are some other uh, 
designations, and, and I'm looking on a website here called Investopedia, okay. and I just did a simple search for you know financial designations, okay. right? And it came up under a, a website here, Investopedia. I like Investopedia. It's kind of straight to the point and kind of tells you what you need to know. It really is. And an EA is an enrolled agent, somebody who, who specifically helps with tax matters. Many people who uh, work at, say, um, uh, uh, Jackson Hewitt right. or an H&R Block, mm-hmm. Uh, they may not be CPAs, but they're EAs, which right. kind of tells you they know how to put together a tax return. Sure. Uh, CLU, which is a chartered life underwriter, mm-hmm. specializes in life insurance. Mm-hmm. Uh, CHFC, which we touched on, uh, mm-hmm. it's a more more general, broad-based financial planning mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. along the insurance side. It is. Um, employee benefit specialist, mm-hmm. certified uh, employee benefit specialist. So mm-hmm. somebody who would do cafeteria plans, maybe s- some retirement plans. Mm-hmm. Uh, chartered property casualty, mm-hmm. uh, chartered financial a- analyst, which we talked about. Very tough designation to get. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I was reading here uh, on other designations, and this is I'm going to quote this and read it uh, directly from Investopedia here. Okay. It says, for example, the accredited asset management specialist, AAMS, and chartered mutual fund counselor designations can certainly aid advisors in the investment selection and management process mm-hmm. and will also likely sound impressive uh, to clients and process, prospects. However, the academic curriculum required for either certification barely scratches the surface the material covered by either the CFA or even the CFP curriculum. Gotcha. And that's a direct quote. So... Even though there are designations out there that you can get, I think it's important to know that you can sometimes go out and get a designation just by sitting in an afternoon classroom Ah. and and paying a certain amount of money. And then all of a sudden, I've got these letters behind my name, Ah. right? So some of them carry more weight in the industry. Mm -hmm. Is that basically what we're saying? That's correct. Okay, so if I'm John Q. Public out Mm -hmm. there and I hear all this and I see all this and from time to time I've read articles and had the alphabet soup after his or her name or somebody's trying to become a financial advisor of mine Mm -hmm. and and pitch themselves to me and I either see the alphabet soup or I don't see the alphabet soup, I probably would say they need to investigate that before they give anybody their money or their time. Mm Mm-hmm. Is that what you would? I would absolutely, um, absolutely. You know, if you I'm don't, gonna, I'm going to go back to my days at, at the big firm, uh-huh. right? That I worked for, and it seemed like there they would throw out the title of an uh, uh, vice president of, an, of investments, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, uh, um, you know, wealth strategist, and mm-hmm. all these other terms that they would put on a business card, and they would just like hand them out like candy, right? <laughs> Yeah, sure. You've been here a year and a half. I'll make you a vice president of investments. Oh, yeah. What does that actually mean, right? There you go. You know? There you go. Yeah. So you probably need to know Mm -hmm. what that actually means. Right. Um, And a really good resource is go to Investopedia. I think so. www.investopedia. It's like uh, encyclopedia, Mm -hmm. but it's Investopedia. It's got just about everything there is to know about finances. Correct. You know, if you're sitting on a beach somewhere and some dude walks by and uses a financial term you Mm -hmm. don't know and you don't have time to call Greg and Bubba, 
You know, just get on Investopedia. Mm -hmm. But you can also put in these designations in there. Right. And they'll give you a a quick little synopsis of what the designation is, what it means, maybe a little bit about the time requirements. So on here, it just said a minute ago that the, uh, the CFP exam was 285 questions. I didn't remember that, but, you know, probably going to have nightmares about it tonight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 285 questions that, uh, Lord, as you said, it just Mm -hmm. jerks your brain around so much. Because you start out with a question that, you know, how much can somebody defer into an IRA Mm -hmm. this year? All right, yep. so all right, you got to know that one. And mm-hmm. then the next thing is Bill and Bob own this business mm-hmm. together, and it is an S-Corp. And you're like, oh, what's the difference between an S-Corp and a C-Corp and mm-hmm. an LLC and yep. a PLLC? You know, and you're going from one specialist, specialization right. of information mm-hmm. to another, just pop, 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 right. pop, pop. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really made you know your stuff. It did. Um, and I really think that most people need to have people representing them and helping them that know their stuff. More importantly, you know your stuff, but the continuing education aspect of it, because these rules and laws are always changing. Yeah. So you have to do, what, 20, 30, 40 hours a, a month? Or no, a, a year. A year, yeah. A year. Mm-hmm. To satisfy all of these designations and keep them. That's right. So that basically can tell me if I'm a prospective client of yours that you're keeping up with stuff. That's right. All right. Well, I, I wanted to go over that because I saw that on our business cards the other day. I thought, mm-hmm. you know, we need to spend some time on that. Sure. Make sure people understand the difference. All right. That's our job here at the Advisors Roundtable on Super Talk 94.3. The discussion and content expressed by the host of the Advisors Roundtable are intended to be received as news, educational, and entertainment or unit items and are not to be accepted by the listener as legal, investment, insurance, or tax advice. Opinions and views will be expressed by guests of the Advisors Roundtable, and those opinions and views are those of the guests alone and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Advisors Roundtable host or any of its affiliated radio stations. All information provided is educational in nature and is not intended to be acted upon without first consulting the appropriately licensed professional of your choosing. Before acting upon any information obtained during an advisor's roundtable broadcast, an individual should understand matters are extremely tax-specific and require advice tailored to individual facts and needs. Certified financial planners Greg Cooley and Andrew Labus are registered representatives of S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated. Securities offered through S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services offered through Ignite Planners, LLC. Ignite Planners, LLC is not affiliated with S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated.